short history podcast, bringing history back alive with finding witnesses of events who share their stories in our studio. Today is June 6, 2020, and I'm Maya from Maya. Our topic today is the Berlin Wall, which existed and divided Germany in Europe from 1961 to 1989. The western part was democratic and led by part of the Allies specifically the U.S., France, and Britain, while the eastern part was taken over by the Communist Soviet Union, which was a federal socialist state in northern Eurasia that existed from 1922 to 1991 and was the largest country in the world. But today, we have the honor of welcoming our special guest who flew in from Germany, obviously, before the COVID-19 lockdown started. Hi, Babette. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. As you know, we invited you today to get some insight on the days before, during, and after the, the unification of Germany and the Berlin Wall. Since you have a very interesting life story, maybe you could start by introducing yourself and how did you grow up in Germany and how did you experience a time as a child? Yes, so as you know, my name is Babette. I was born in Düsseldorf in 1969, so most of my childhood was with the wall. Um, and uh, actually, I hardly knew about this wall before I grew up. Um, sometimes I remember that my mother would send some care packages to people, friends or relatives we had in the GDR, the German Democratic Republic. Uh, and I also remember that we always had to buy essentials like chocolate or coffee or flour, sometimes nylons or cigarettes. Those were the things people were really asking us to send over. It was a so-called luxury product. Um, and yes, as we went to school, we learned about World War II, we learned about America, we had to learn about the Marshall Plan, which built up um, our nation after the Second World War. However, on maps, actually Eastern Germany was blanked out, it was white. I really remember that in a lot of history books. Um, so until grade 12, we didn't really talk about it uh, in school. Um, we always had to focus on all the Western and especially North American developments. Um, and then we were in a so-called intercultural youth exchange where we met some of the Eastern students. That was really interesting and we had a lot of discussions, but they could never visit us. Um, their state told them that they had to protect them against capitalism. And also the wall, they said, was the reason was that it was built to protect everybody in the GDR against the so-called imperialism, which was our Western way of living. Oh, that's so interesting. Thank you. What were your fears and dreams during that time? Huh, that's a good question. So, growing up during the Cold War, which was only ended by um, the perestroika of Gorbachev, our biggest fear was the Pershing II armament. A lot of Pershings, which was a middle, uh, middle, how do you say, Mittelstreckenraketen, so the middle missiles, I think it's the missile word, um, a lot of them were in Germany and 
we all were very much afraid that the US and Russia would do their Cold War on our territory. Uh, and actually, that was the biggest fear I had when I was a teenager. Everybody was discussing the confrontation between the Russians and the Americans. And um, living in the West, we then had the opportunity to travel and to earn money in the upcoming computer industry and a lot of different other technologies which started to happen. So that was my dream to go even to America and um, we listened to the country music, uh, we were buying baseball caps, we were starting to eat hamburgers. So this was kind of a discovery and at that time North America was our best friend. You went to university in Berlin while the war all fell. Do you remember that day? Yes, of course. I will never forget this day. So yes, after high school I moved to Berlin to study at the University of Arts. And there was November 9th. Actually, a friend called me on my fixed line phone. I was studying. Uh, we didn't have cell phones at that time. And he told me that the gates were open and we could go to the east to take a look at Eastern Berlin. And you know what? I just didn't believe him and I hung up. So he called again and again and I said, please don't disturb me. I'm, I have to, to, to do my tests, right? I have to prepare. And then I started to become curious. I switched on the television and uh, yes, there were some news going on that some of the sections during uh, on the wall would be open. And um, so I took my bike and Yes, the checkpoints were opening up, but it was unreal. On one side of the wall, there were still soldiers with weapons, and on the other side, there were all these Western students on their bikes um, already starting to celebrate for this day. And then we had a lot of people starting to go through and going back, and they hugged each other. They were so happy, they were crying. There was music and the soldiers were standing there and they did not react. They just stood there and that was actually our luck, right? Because at that time we weren't able to know if they would have an order to shoot or close it down again. And then, how did it work out politically? Did they mix the two systems of East Germany and West Germany? Or did they decide to only use one? And how did the people of Eastern and Western Germany react to it? Well, this is where the very complicating story began. So the atmosphere in the beginning was really wonderful. We had those two different systems. Everybody was so curious to learn about it. Uh, it was very cheap to buy stuff in the eastern part. So we bought books, uh, people rented apartments. Uh, we bought travis, which are the little cars. And um, the other, so the GDR people came over to us and they calculated prices for coffee, they bought a lot of bananas, they wanted to have zucchini, kiwi, so every, everything they didn't easily get in the GDR. Um, but then investors and also politician, politicians came. And actually I think they did a lot of mistakes, um, which brought a lot of new problems to, to our population, East and West. One was the investors came and they bought a lot of um, apartments and housing. It was uh, to bad prices. They cheated on the people in the East with, who were kind of naive at some point. And then on the other hand, um, a lot of unemployment
internet came to them, the prices rise, um, and then the, the, the deepest change was that they changed the currency, so the Eastern Mark and the German D-Mark, the West German D-Mark, they got reunited to one D-Mark, which brought a lot of economical problems, and then the Eastern part had to be reconstructed. So until today, we have two different mindsets, although with the next generations it got a little bit easier, and um, there are still some cliches going on up until today, which is, what is it, 35 years after. And for you, what were your main memories? And did you meet a lot of new people? And what do the people from the east side say and prefer? I met a lot of new people, and one of, some of my very best friends, um, very close to, they are uh, from the so former GDR. They all are very happy to live, to be able to live their freedom, their liberty, uh, which is our philosophy of the West. But yes, there are themes like gender equality or uh, the sense of community and helping each other. Um, for example, also uh, the way children were raised. All this, um, these are things we still talk about and there were some advantages also in the GDR, in this system. So I think from today's point of view, we should have maybe learned more from one, each other, from one to the other and could have gotten an even better, fairer system after that, which could have been evolved if we would have li listened to, to each other. But yes, um, now we are having at least one reunited Germany and I'm very happy about that. Okay, thank you so much for coming and sharing. That was so interesting and amazing to get your input and insight. Please give a big applause to Babette for coming. And to all my listeners out there, thanks for joining our history podcast again. Next week, I will be back with another amazing history and story. Thank you all, stay healthy, and have a good week. Thank you.